What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Weekly Pep. This week's episode is called The Present is Perfect. Um, So often we hear that whole idea of like we need to be present, we need to be you know, focus, we need to be attentive here in the eternal now, but often many of us are not present. Um, and that's why we're constantly hearing (laughs) to be present. But a lot of times people don't realize that they're not present. Um, and they don't realize the benefits of being present. Um, especially, uh, in this day and age with, smartphones and shows on television and literally every possible thing that can distract you from focusing on what's happening right in front of you. Um, this message is one that I feel is, is needed tremendously at this time because we've gotten so far away from being present with one another. Um, a couple of, you know, times where this has really manifested itself um, or where I've seen it manifest itself is um, at dinner, right? You go out to a restaurant with a person and instead of talking to them, you're on your phone. You're not present to what's happening at that table. You're on your phone. Another place where many times this happens, and I'm guilty of it, I will definitely say, um, is at events or at um, particular locales. You're so intent on capturing the memory of it um, that you don't enjoy it right then when it's happening. Um, You're so uh, in the moment of it, like, oh, I just want to remember this forever. But the thing is, how can you remember it if you're not present for it to begin with? Um, And I I applaud the various performers and artists who um, really encourage us to stay present and to say, you know, don't don't worry about like taking this picture or, you know, recording this song, be present for the experience of it all. Um, because that's what, that's what stays with you. And, you know, being someone that did grow up, uh, as a child of the eighties who did not have the ability to take photos and take pictures, uh, at various things or at various concerts, like, I still remember a lot of those things that happened when I was younger. Some of the concerts that I went to, um, just from, you know, memories of, of being there because I was present in the moment. And obviously as kids, many times we are more present. We're not as focused on being on a phone. If we are, you know, someplace (laughs) that is fun or um, where we have this great experience. I mean, I still to this day remember going to Disney World when I was eight years old. And I can tell you some of the various rides that I was on. I even remember taking certain pictures, like actually, you know, asking my mother to take certain pictures of me. I have no idea where those pictures are, but I remember, you know, being present enough to 
say like oh my god this is like the coolest thing like and my mom saying okay I want to take this picture of you um and I I remember just being in the moment of it all just enjoying myself in the moment of it all and it's something that like I said I really feel like we need to get back to um another another thing about not being present um, and one of the things that I feel like has manifested in our society from not being present is this constant anxiety that many of us experience. Um, I, I know I struggled a lot uh, when I was younger, um, especially like college age, um, in law school, things like that. I would get so anxious about things that hadn't even happened um, I was so concerned about the future, so concerned about what was coming um, and how I needed to uh, prepare myself for what was coming that I spent the majority of my time in constant fear of the future um, and really not enjoying the present because I was so concerned with what was going to happen in the future. So one of the things that I really want to outline uh, and really want to speak about is this idea of how being present helps us with anxiety, how there's actual power in being present, um, and how the present moment is where we are meant to be because so many of us want to be further along down the line. We want to be at this future that we've envisioned for us, for ourselves. We want to be, um, this person that, uh, we've always hoped that we would be. And when we're doing that, we're not enjoying where we are in that moment right now. We're, we're literally looking forward and um, doing, you know, things that we think will get us to that, that, that desire, that dream or whatever, but we're not really focused on enjoying the moment that we're living in right at this moment. And um, that's something that I really want to cultivate and encourage uh, as we move forward. So um, getting started on this, I wanted to go, go back to that first point of anxiety and how the present moment can help us with anxiety. So often, many of us are anxious because we are living in the future or the past. We're concerned about something that has already happened or we're concerned about something that hasn't manifested yet. As I mentioned, you know, for me, college, law school, those were big times where I got super anxious. Um, even, you know, as I was working, I used to have dreams about uh, taking exams. I remember I had uh, the, my first dream about taking exams after, you know, being out of law school, uh, probably like within my first year of working as an attorney. I had this huge, you know, like, nightmare about going to an exam, not being prepared for it. And I woke up like in a panic and a sweat. And then 
I, I was so freaked out by it. It took me five minutes to like calm myself to recognize that I wasn't in school. <laughs> like, like I didn't even realize that I wasn't in school. Like I was so panicked by it. It felt so real that I had to literally remind myself, you're not in school, right? And these dreams manifest for us, um, dreams like that manifest for us when we're anxious, right? Um, they come up for us when there's something that we're worried about or something that we're concerned about. And a lot of um, that dream had come up for me because I was ex experiencing a very, very stressful time at work right then. It was something that I wanted to show up for, I wanted to perform for, and I was scared that I wasn't going to do it justice. And the fear of not getting to that point caused me to not even um, be able to be present in the, in the moment of recognizing number one, where I was and that I wasn't in school, um, but also to like, just even enjoy my sleep and not let that thing uh, get next to me so much that it manifested in me being anxious in a dream. I wasn't able to um, enjoy the first, you know, few years because I was so concerned about what might happen next. What, you know, what was coming down the line? How could I position myself to um, get these things? Or how could I, you know, make this happen? I, I really wasn't enjoying the moment of it all. I wasn't really enjoying the experiences of it all. I was just more so going through the motions of trying to get myself to that next level. And I mean, I think that is something that I did personally from the time I graduated from high school. You know, I was kind of cult, you know, my parents kind of curated and cultivated me to be one who um, strived for the best and, and, and knew that, um, you know, she was going to, you know, be this attorney or whatever, whatever. Like, I, I mean, I, went to school with the intention of always going to law school. I had a backup plan, but obviously my plan A was to go to law school. I went to law school. I graduated from law school. I had got a job. I went to work as an attorney. That was my path. And I did everything that I set out to do. Yes, true enough. I, I put it out there. I, you know, did all that, but to look back at it and say, oh yes, I really enjoyed every every aspect and every moment. No, half of it I pretty much glazed through because I was so worried about getting to that next step. When I was in you know, high school, I was worried about getting into college. When I was in college, I was worried about getting good grades so that I could get into a good law school. When I was in law school, I was worried about getting a job so that I could you know, be an attorney and pay back all my student loans and everything. Once I started getting that job, then it was like the next thing was like being number one employed and then a partner um, at a firm. Got to the partnership and then it was like, okay, what's next? Well, there wasn't really anything that was next, right? There wasn't anything next for me. And it, it, it became so obvious to me that I really started looking at Am I enjoying my life in the present? And I wasn't. I really wasn't. And that um, that moves me to my next point about the there being power in the present. Um, I was able when I 
really started looking at the fact that I wasn't being present. I was able to really recognize um, when I started getting present and started being more aware and started, you know, on my journey, you know, spiritual reawakening, if you will, reading, um, just getting more grounded, getting more meditation in. I started like being able to see myself and see how I had kind of pushed through life rather than really enjoying each and every moment of life. I recognized that I was giving my power away. I was giving my power away to things that I felt would make me happy, um, but they only made me happy insofar as me being able to necessarily tell people that they made me happy, if that makes any sense. It wasn't like, um, I, I didn't look at it in the enjoyment aspect. I looked at it more as a, an experience that I could share with someone else uh, about where I'd gone or what I'd done down the line, you know? Uh, which is sad, right? <laughs> it's really sad. Uh, even though, you know, from a young age, I always desired, I always desired to do things and go places and see things, but I would do it and then I would come back and I'd be like, okay, tick that off the list, ticked it off, right? But, and it was, like I said, on to the next thing rather than enjoying what I was doing right at that moment, enjoying just being there, enjoying just feeling gloriously happy at, you know, having accomplished this thing. And now, you know, looking back on some of those trips, I do remember, you know, certain parts of it and parts of it, parts of the trip, I know I was present, but other parts I know I wasn't. And it makes me want to go back to them are to revisit those trips in a way that I am present. Um, one of the ways that, you know, I really started being more present was, like I said, um, as I, you know, embarked on my spiritual journey, I, I recognized, I became more aware. I, looked at things and I said, you know, I really want to enjoy this experience. I'm not going to let this thing or this worry or this um, anxiousness or whatever, I'm not going to let it take me out. I really want to be present for what's happening right here, right now. I want to literally, you know, allow all of, all of my senses to be active as I experience this trip, as I experienced this, um, this event, you know, as I experienced this training, whatever it was, I, I really set in motion this force of wanting to be active and present. And one of the things that um, really struck me about the present moment was this aspect. And it's something that I never, I never really contemplated until I started meditating and things like this was the idea of grounding, getting grounded, getting anchored in. So much of my life has been spent in my mind 
<laughs> thinking about stuff, overanalyzing stuff, um, just just going a mile a minute. And very, very, very seldom was I actually grounded. Very seldom was I in my body. I was always in my head. I was never really in my heart space or in my body, present in my body. I used to avoid trying to get in my body. I remember, uh, you know, in high school, uh, someone asking me to like do, you know, something physical, you know, physical fitness test or whatever. And I was like, absolutely not, you know, like, cause that wasn't me in my head. I was not physical. I did not want to exercise. I didn't want to do any of that stuff. I never wanted to really be in my body. The only time I really allowed myself to be in my body was when I was dancing. And when I was dancing, even then, half the time I was still in my head. Like, is this perfect? Is this is this point perfect? Am I hitting the marks? Am I, you know, do I look amazing as I do this? Instead of enjoying the fact that I was dancing, right? Um, so getting grounded, getting into your body, getting into that heart space, that's what is really bringing that power back because that, that grounding, bringing uh, what's going on in your mind, the inspiration, the thoughts, the whatever, all into um, the material reality through grounding is what helps you manifest. And we can't manifest from the present or future. We, from the, from the future or past, excuse me, we have to manifest from the present. We have to be present. We have to be grounded in what's happening right in the here and now in order to bring things forth into being. We can't do it if we're worried about what's happening tomorrow or if we're concerned about what happened yesterday. We have to be present now. We have to be working on it now, not looking at it from the future, but looking at it from this present moment. Um, that allows us to create. It allows us to be inspired. It allows us to even receive. Um, you can't receive anything if you're all the way, all the way down into next week, right? Like if somebody's trying to give you something right now, if you're worried about what's happening a week from now, you're not going to be even present to receive the gift that they're giving you. Um, and you know, I know they always talk about that. Like that's the, the big quote, you know, um, the, the present is a gift. It is a gift. Um, but we have to recognize it's a gift. And we have to try to operate in enjoying it in every single step of the way. Finally, you know, we really have to get in tune with the fact that the present moment is where we are meant to be. So many of us are so intent on getting to that next point, getting to that next level, um, you know, moving out of where we are right now. I know myself, I've been very, very guilty of it um, because so many of us have this um, forethought for, you know, uh, where we're supposed to be. We've already gotten a download from, you know, our higher power stating to us who we are meant to become or who we are meant to be. And we want to get there right now. But the thing is, we have to go through what we have to go through 
in order to become the person that the divine has already shown us we are and are going to be. We can't do it in a hot second, right? Um, you know, I, the biggest example of this, I would say, is Jesus. From the, before he was born, from before he was born, he was proclaimed to be the Messiah. He was proclaimed to save the earth. But he didn't, he didn't come and be born uh, from Mary and placed in the nativity and automatically go straight to the cross. It took him 33 years, 33 years to get to where he needed to be to be able to um, give his life, to sacrifice his life for the rest of us, right? Um, and it wasn't something that happened overnight. It wasn't that, you know, he was just Jesus, you know, immediately when he was, he was a baby. If you remember correctly, at 13 years old, um, Jesus was, you know, in the temple and he had been left behind and they were like looking, his parents were looking for him. And that's when he started working on things. He was like, don't you know I'm about my father's business? That was at 13 years old. So what was going on from zero to 13? He was being a child. He was enjoying the present moment. He wasn't worried about who he was or who he was supposed to be. He was concentrating on living life day by day by day and that's the thing that we need to do um and you know I know everyone maybe not may not believe in Jesus and that's fine um but there's so many that are out there that are in that same boat so many of us um who have accomplished these great things in life but they didn't accomplish it at age 10. They didn't accomplish it at age 20. Some people didn't accomplish it until they were in their 40s or 50s or 60s. I look at people like Louise Hay, who created Hay House, who at 60 years old formed a company that was going to publish self-help and spiritual books and, you know, lived for 30 plus more years doing the work that she loved you know it's never too late to to do things but one thing that many of us will wake up and see when we're older or later in our lives is that we didn't enjoy each and every day that we lived some of us were concentrated on working to get to that next level. Some of us were um, thinking that we were enjoying the present moment, but we're in actuality numbing ourselves out from the present moment to get to a place where we could be comfortable with ourselves. And overwhelmingly, what we're all going to come back to in the end, is recognizing that every encounter, every moment, every spare minute that we had 
on this planet was a time to be enjoyed. Even, um, even those times that seem, were seemingly hard or seemingly we felt like we weren't going to make it through. Those were the times that we can call to and look back on and recognize that they made us into who we are today and made us into people who are able to enjoy the moment, whatever that moment is, knowing that it's teaching us, it's healing us, it's informing us, it's blessing us in some way to make us into the person that we're meant to become today. So recognize that your present is perfect. Enjoy the moments. Don't be too harsh on yourself when you get into that future casting or looking back into the past. But really, really try to stay present as much as you possibly can. And one of the ways that um, I find best to do that is through meditation, through journaling, through reading, any of those things that help you to really be anchored in so that you can manifest the desires of your heart so that you can claim your true power and so that you can live the life that you've always wanted. I hope that served you this week. I hope that you have a great week. Feel free to subscribe uh, if you haven't already and I hope to talk to you guys soon. Be blessed. Have a great week.